from the Summer Skate Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live for December 18th, 2022. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. College graduate, member of the military, then you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf. Let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless, unlimited high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next stay at drurryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, as a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Sunday night, which means it's time for College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from a brand-new building, an AHL building, albeit in Coachella Valley slash Indio slash Palm Springs slash Thousand Palms, California, the Akershire Arena, where I will be attending the opening night between the Coachella Valley Firebirds and the Tucson Roadrunners tonight. Oh, in about, goodness, what, three hours or so. Uh, in the meantime, though, we're going to talk college hockey with you. I've got my longtime co-host from that palatial estate on Long Island, New York. Uh, he just... Took a few extra minutes, folks, to wander from one side to the other. It's spacious. It's large. It takes a while to get from point A to point B. But Paul Hornstein is with me. Paul, how are things in beautiful Long Island, on beautiful Long Island, New York? Uh, it ain't 66 and sunny. I can tell you that right now. Oh, yeah. I was going to shut the not- car off because I'm podcasting from the parking lot again. I was going to shut the car off, but then the air would go off and I'd get all hot and sticky. Yeah, and, and, I it's, have and, that. It's, and it's not nighttime where you are. No, it's beautiful. Sunshiny, yeah. brand new um, Akershire Arena. Right. How you doing? Um, I'm not as warm as you are, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm not at a new building. <laughs> I don't get to do those things. Well, I'll they tell you. They don't let you, me leave the basement. You, you would have chuckled if you'd have been here because I pulled into the uh, VIP lot, lot right. A. As you, uh, it's well, going to be course. covered parking, but they haven't finished the uh, covered parking part of it yet. But it's right outside the building. Snow and (laughs) sun, sun. The sun beats down. It's hot here in the desert. Whatever. Anyway, uh, so I pull in, and uh, right as I'm pulling in, a fire truck comes in with its lights on and everything, and I'm going like, "What's going on here already?" They're uh, they're sending a fire truck. Then I realized he just went around the the uh, VIP lot A just to try to let everybody know that I was here. Uh, So I appreciate that. that. See now that makes sense. If you believe that, too. <laughs> but anyway, there was no emergency because he turned his lights off and drove back out and went down the road. So that's all I can think of it was. He was giving me a Whatever. fire truck welcome. Yeah, that's what it was. That makes sense. <laughs> he didn't throw rose petals. That's surprising. But... Well, that goes inside. You oh, can't okay. put them all outside. Right. Well, all right. Okay, that makes more sense. And I, I, I did I see that. that they had a robing area, so I guess I'll have to stop in and get a robe when yeah, I go well, in. It, oh. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And, and I, mean, I guess the no... crown they left up in the upper uh, section of the well, you don't have that with you press box is not ready yet so uh the, well i don't take it with me do you think i have a traveling crown yes and robe? yes <laughs> anyway this is college hockey night we are at the end of uh, most people's semesters uh the denver pioneers and our more team in the country 
fresh off of a sweep of Lindenwood, albeit not easy, will uh, have 20 days off before they're back in action again against Fairbanks. And, uh, ooh, ooh, Fairbanks. They are they are a team to be reckoned with now. So that might be even a better weekend series uh, January 6th and 7th than uh, this weekend series was with Lindenwood. But we'll get into that in, in a minute. Um, tomorrow night we'll have the Super 16, of course. Um, eh. Paul's hinting that there's not many changes. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> Nobody played. Uh, yeah, well, there so are what? some changes. That, that are, proves you're not a... a computer because the computer will change things whether teams play or not. By the way, um, they, they, I mean, there were a couple of changes down at the, but I mean, in all legitimacy, if nobody plays, it's kind of hard to move people up and down. I mean. <laughs> You know, I hear it. And we're going to be early this week. Uh, my co-host hasn't decided yet if he can do it early, earliest tomorrow or if we're going to go a little bit later. But anyway, we'll let you know tomorrow. It'll probably uh, be. I mean, it's not supposed to be bad weather. So that helps. Bad weather in New York in December? Yeah, I know. Shocking, can that happen? Right? I know. It's it's amazing to think. But, uh, yeah. Gosh, I, I hope we don't have clouds tomorrow because that would really put Oh, a, my God, that bummer. would screw everything up. There, yeah, if, it, if it's cloudy, cause, yeah. left I mean, Arizona today and it was cloudy. I was worried. I was worried until I got maybe 30 miles outside of Phoenix and realized it was just smog. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, right here in beautiful Palm Springs, as I say, slash Indio, slash... Um, um, Coachella Valley slash Thousand Palms is officially the unincorporated location of Akashur Arena. What a beautiful building. Uh, I don't think it's all completely done as you would expect. They they have been working on it uh, night and day for, she's 18, 20 months now. And uh, I can see they've got some work to do outside. I haven't been inside yet, obviously, but I will be shortly. Um, I believe one Joey Decord is starting in goal tonight for the Coachella Valley Firebirds, I believe. I believe it's Joey's uh, rotation. So we'll, well see. The last time back... I saw him, he wanted no part of me. He said, get out. You're distracting me. I can't play in Tucson when you're standing here. Makes so sense. just leave. It probably were, He probably did. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out if that's truth or or, uh, <laughs> or not tomorrow. Because hopefully I can sit down with Joey at practice tomorrow and do uh, part of the feature that I'm uh, working on, which is called four and seven four okay. games two teams four games seven days all right I don't how do you know build the rivalry that. better than that um uh five days <laughs> yeah maybe maybe but it's the series right now coming into tonight it's just game three between tucson and coachella valley the first two uh went to the tucson uh, one went to tucson and one went to coachella valley so Okay. Um, we'll see what happens tonight. The home opener for the Firebirds as uh, AHL professional hockey has arrived in Palm Springs, California. Yeah, it must be hard to get people to want to play there. Yeah, I mean, have to live here too. Yeah, if you're gonna and, be, if, listen, you know, there was. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. If I have to play in the AHL, right? It's got to be hard to be like, oh, punk. because because you know, of course, that hockey players don't have anything else to do. Palm Springs that they really like to do. Yeah, I'm going to ask Joey if he's played golf yet since he's been here. Um, I don't know how long <laughs> they've been there, but you can bet they've probably played more than more, more golf than than than. Well, I I don't know how long they've actually been here because well, that's what I mean. Yeah, because this is the opening night here, so they spent right. a lot of time on the road. They spent a lot of time up in, in Seattle. Seattle, where they called yeah. that home for for a few uh, a few games. But now, starting tonight, uh, this will become their home destination right here at Akashur Arena. So uh, I'll have some po uh, pictures and some video up from the outside. Nice. Uh, nice. There will be no game video, I was told today. Really? So uh, we can take still shots. I've got a glass seat um, for a period or two. So I'll have some good glass is there photos. A, is there a, a contractual no video. reason for this? Yeah, the AHL apparently has said no video of game action. And uh, they are enforcing it, so really, I'll keep. I'll want to keep my credential, so well, I won't is that be sending league, any video. No, well, no, hold on. Is, it, is that league wide, or is that just a tonight rule? I don't know. It sounded like it's an Akasha rule, uh, Coachella Valley rule. If well, that's what else. I'm asking. 
So I don't know if it's around the league or not, but uh, they, they specifically sent out an email and said, uh, no game action video. We'll send out uh, highlights to you that you can use, but uh, they all have to come from us. You're welcome to take still shots and you're welcome to do video outside and of the arena, obviously inside to show people what it looks like, but absolutely no game video. So you won't have any game video. I warned uh, my co-host Stephen Marsh about that too, and we're on board. We're not going to do it. No, I get that, but I'd like to know why. <laughs> of course you do. You want to know why about everything. Well, Mr. Inquisitive, listen, folks, why? Uh, Tell look, me I why. I do something with my journalism degree. <laughs> why? 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 He says. Well, because I paid a I lot know. of money. Well, paid a lot of money for it. No, I was I was being rhetorical about oh. you asking why and everything because I can I say, hey, I was about ready to drive over that cliff, and you'd say why, and then I'd say, hey, I came to a stop sign, and you'd say why, and then I said, hey, I left the stop sign, and you'd say why. I would. <laughs> I want to know why you stopped. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love it. So anyway, um, five. Glorious nights for me before Christmas in the yeah. desert of Southern California. Nice. I will go from Palm Springs tomorrow to my favorite destination, um, Funner. Funner, California, Paul. Right. The home of Caesars Resort. Uh, I'll send you a picture. I Yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey, you know what I found out from Caesars today? What? I have more comp nights than ever at Atlantic City. How far is that from you? That's like going to Philadelphia. Who the hell wants to do that? Four hours, they said. From me? Yeah. Well, three hours, depends. fifty-eight am I, minutes. Am I going? At, am I going at night? Am I going at four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> or am I going? In, you know, when normal people are up, and I don't know. know it'll take me four hours to get over the George Washington Bridge, to go I through was, the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> I was just asking, as it say, said Atlantic City well, would love to have me come and stay for as long as I'd like for free. Okay, but I'll do that in the summertime because Paul Hornstein told me it was nasty in the wintertime. Well, yeah, you don't want to be anywhere. It's cold. Why the hell would you want to do that? Speaking of cold, I was told, I sent you the graphic from Terry, that it's yeah. going to be minus 40 to 50 below wind chill um, next weekend in Minnesota. Right. I'm supposed to be there because Christmas Eve is on Saturday and Christmas Day is on Sunday. Right. Did that would constitute us next weekend. Did you listen to the clip that I sent you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. That, exactly. <laughs> yes, I and did. If you, and if you want to know what clip I'm talking about, go listen to the Lewis Black routine about being in Minnesota and just <laughs> take it from there. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So anyway, I'm outside Akersh Arena, but we're talking college hockey, and there are plenty of college hockey players that will be in action tonight that have graduated from the NCAA to the AHL level. Uh, Nathan Smith, of course, will be playing tonight. I believe Joey DeCord is starting a net for the Firebirds. I'm not certain about that, but I will find out uh, in about an hour or so after the show. And okay, um, but we have we have college commits playing right now, literally. Yeah, yeah, we do, don't we? <laughs> no, literally. I know. It's the gold medal game of the World Junior A Challenge. Yes. The U.S. is leading Canada East 2-0. Nice. Nice. Um, U.S. killed off a four-minute power play in the in the first period. Um, they've gotten a couple of goals. Obviously, if they're leading 2-0, they have a couple of goals. And um, that was really good. Why? Because <laughs> one and one is two. And there's okay. no why about that. That just is. Um, I just wanted to give a Paul Hornstein why. <laughs> you know, uh, the U.S. played very, very well in this. This is the tournament that first made me aware of uh, Ryan Alexander. Yeah, he's pretty um, good, too, by the way. Um, and this is a bunch of guys that are not yet in college, uh, including, uh, just for for mentioning sake, um, some offspring of NHL players like uh, Ryan St. Louis, Cole Knubel, uh, let's see, we got a couple of others here. Uh, no, that's, I think that's it for the uh, for the offspring. Uh, we have. Um, uh, let's see, do we have any Denver? Or, oh, yep, we have uh, Sam Harris as a forward who's committed to go to Denver. Um, let's see, we have uh, Maddox Fleming, who 
is not going to Denver. He's actually going to Notre Dame, but his father's an ASU grad, so I don't know how that worked out. <laughs> not happy about that. Um, uh, um, any Tigers? Did Chris Mayock grab anybody? No, no, no. Um, we do have uh, Livinovich. And I did purposely say it wrong because that's how they're saying it on the broadcast. <laughs> obviously, no one has looked at a pronunciation. This is TSN. Come on, guys. It's Levanovich. Levanovich is correct. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Look at how the pronunciation, guys. I haven't seen it. Now, unless it's, um, uh, he hasn't made any mistakes. Uh, that'll make Brad Perry at North Dakota happy. Um, Brad Berry, I should say. Clearly identifying my... But pronunciation um, better, especially since you've got the pronunciation guide. Well, why would you want to look at that if you were doing the game? <laughs> that would be considered prep work, Paul. People don't do prep work anymore. Yeah, but usually the Canadian guys don't make those mistakes. Yeah, Lovanovich. I know, made it for a long time, but that's just a hard name to say. But then uh, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, so, but that's going on right now, and that's a gold medal game, and the U.S. is winning two nothing about halfway through the game. So we we do have actual hockey going on. Uh, Northeastern is playing at LIU tonight. Um, and had I known we were going to do the podcast early, I might have tried to go. But you know, I just have to do what I'm told. They're playing at Long Island. They are. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. That's what, two minutes, two or three minutes from your house? No, it's more like two or three minutes from where I work. <laughs> okay, just checking. I would just sleep there and just go to work in the morning. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Okay, so um, we'll get into World Junior stuff. We'll get into uh, breaking down kind of what things look like after the break. But before we go to break, let's talk about the two series of our uh, coverage area that were big. They were sweeps. It was a Governor's Cup championship for Alaska Fairbanks, I think they they swept all four games. Correct, Paul? The yeah, they 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 won all four games so far. Two in Fairbanks um, and two in Anchorage, and they were yeah. in Anchorage just last weekend. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I sit there and I watched as much as I could. You know, it was a little harder on Friday night because, for whatever reason, the 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 feed kept freezing. Um. Fairbanks just scored on all their chances. You know, uh, I tell you they're scary. They are scary, well, scary well, good. But it's not like they out. I mean, they outshot Anchorage by three shots. Oh, Canada just uh, got back in the game two to one. Um, but Anchorage couldn't stay out of the penalty box. You know, uh, Fairbanks got three power play goals. And a four nothing win. You know, I mean, Fairbanks was was very much a dominant team early, and it kind of evened out after that. But you know, like I said, they get two quick goals in the middle of the first period, including a power play goal, and got a quick power play goal at the start of the third period to make it three nothing. And and you know. You can't do that, and and the game, especially late, got to be very chippy. As, as you would expect, expect, though, right? With a as you would expect, yeah. rivalry series and one team kind of uh, dominating the series with uh, three wins coming into the fourth yeah, game mean, of it. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely uh, an intense atmosphere. Um, I, I'm I'm sure that the. I don't know uh, what the story is. You know, I mean, Anchorage is going to have to do something eventually here with their building uh, because they're obviously not going to be able to play in their version of Oceanside forever and stay financially viable. But I guess they're almost going to be in the Saints tonight if we know we're going to be in a league or we, I don't know. Um, you know, during the off, you know, during the, the, the summer, I guess we'll have to start asking that question. Um, well, I think Matt Chasby alluded to that uh, when we had him on uh, right. during the summer that they are working towards something. 
Oh, they I, ha- I yeah, shut I the car off, to. Paul, and I'm starting to sweat already. It's been three Whatever. minutes. Whatever. It's 66 degrees. What the hell are you sweating ah, from? The Just sun the in the desert. The sun Yeah, is open the window. Else. <laughs> if I open the window, then everybody's going to hear me, and we don't want that because I don't have to sign autographs and all that. Well, just make sure you have the security. Keep the throngs away. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, um, folks, if you're not if you're not familiar, I am at Akersher Arena in Palm Springs, California, right now. Paul, sad. where are you at? I'm the usually I'm in my basement where they only let me. You know, <laughs> just checking. Okay, um, so that was Fair- Fairbanks and Anchorage. What What else do you want to say about that? Comp? I was going to say, and then Saturday night was just about complete domination by 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 Fairbanks. Um, they outshot him about two to one. Um, the difference is they, they, that, uh, Anchorage killed off their power, the, the penalties as opposed to the night before, but they didn't generate a lot of offense and, you know, it was scoreless till late in the third period, you know, Chase Dubois scored with five minutes to go in, in regulation for the only goal of the game. And, you know, you just, you know, if you're Anchorage, you didn't get a lot of opportunities either, so that didn't help. And then you go 0 for, 0 for, uh, 0 for 4 on the power play um, or 0 for 6 on the power play. Um, you know, how you know that was your – you know, I'm sure that when they talk about that game on Saturday that that's what, that's what they're going to talk about because you can't go 0 for 6 on the power play. And, and oh, no, especially not, when no. you know in, no. in a one in a one goal game, I mean, and, and and not in a game that you really had to win. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, it was. I would say that that there, was. This probably, is a six game series for the Governor's Cup, correct? This year, that well, what uh, Coach Shasby said. It's two it up is, there, but, and then two or two in Fairbanks, or Fairbanks, two in Anchorage, and then a home and home uh, yeah, coming well, up later. The the difference is now that uh, Fairbanks has won the first four. They pretty much, they yeah, made sure that was out on social media too, by the way. But don't think those other two games won't be intense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'll tell you right now, anybody that's going to be playing Fairbanks from this point forward in the NCAA season, you better be ready to play because they are coming. I don't know. I didn't look at the pairwise yet, Paul. Have you looked at it to see where Fairbanks is right now? But they got to be chasing 29, 30, somewhere in that range. 28. Oh, 28. Yeah. Oh, look out. Oh, and guess your alma mater has got to go up there and play right them, there. too. They're, yeah, well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's you not know. fine. No, I don't have to go. Fine. I don't have to go, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to be a battle on their ice and with everything on the line because we've already talked about uh, Arizona State probably needing to, you know, yeah. maybe two more losses is it. 12 losses yeah, on the year. It'll, that's it'll, probably it. It'll be a battle, but I don't have to go there because I'm not going there. <laughs> you could hit the lottery tomorrow. For sure. and I'm still not going. For sure. Yes. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> if you if if you want me to go to a game in Fairbanks or Anchorage, it better be at the beginning of the season because otherwise oh, I ain't I, going. I thought it might be you wanted to do like a summer roller game or something. <laughs> well, that's okay too. Uh, that's fine. I'm just not going in. No. Anyway, where it was a little warmer and a little sunnier, Denver, Colorado, the uh, Denver Pioneers completed a two-game sweep of Lindenwood. It was not easy by no. any stretch. No. And and it leaves the Pioneers, the number one team in the country, on a seven-game winning streak heading into the break. And, oh, how many teams, Paul, would love to be on a seven-game winning streak heading into the second semester slash of half of the season? Of course. Well, you know, it's I, – I would love to, uh, even though I can kind of figure out what he'll say just because we've spoken to him enough. Um, I almost get the feeling, and it's weird because Lindenwood, um, uh, they got steamrolled on Friday. Yeah, they got a pioneer team that was ready to play hockey. You know, um, not that they, not that Lindenwood embarrassed themselves because they didn't by any stretch of the imagination. Just, uh, you know, I think they go into each series, and I'm pretty sure if I 
if we went back and listened to some of the conversations that we've had with Rick Zombo, um, they kind of go into those almost like those Friday games. Like they don't know what to expect. And then make a, a, a lot of it, even if they're not winning, they make a lot of adjustments in the Saturday night game. Um, but they were, um, they had a lot of trouble creating any offense on Friday night. Even, even on the, the couple of power plays that they had, they, they, they really struggled. And, and let me tell you, Roni Selman Kangas was unbelievable. I mean, he, it sounds crazy to say, but he kept them from, yeah. from probably a double digit loss with some yeah, of the well, scenes that he made. And, yeah. and. I don't know. He kind of gets the bad luck draw somehow. Like he gets like everybody's best effort all season long. And then not to take anything away from the performance by Trent Burnham last night, but no. Trent seems to always get a better effort in front of him for some reason. Well, I, you know, we've talked about it before and that has to be a product of having all those young defensemen, all those freshman defensemen. That has to be that a product of that. They're the Friday night blues, so to speak. And I don't want to make it sound like, you know, um, you know, the big difference is, um, you know, in the two nights is the few chances that Lindenwood did have on Saturday night, they converted. And they, yeah, probably, and they, could have, and they probably could have scored more, to be honest. Uh, they missed a bunch of golden opportunities early in the game on Saturday night. I mean, you could sit there and you look at the shots on goal. Denver outshot Lindenwood 46-21 on Saturday night. Um, but if you look and watch the highlights, if you want to see them, if you watch, Lindenwood had a bunch of, if, if they had, they scored four goals. If they had, Let's just say 15 legit scoring opportunities. And I'm just making up numbers here just to give people an idea. If they had 15 legitimate scoring opportunities in the game, 10 of those 15 were grade A top-notch chances. So what they did create on Saturday were quality, quality chances. Yeah, for sure. And and like I said, they... Uh... They gave Matt Davis, who played both games, by the way, for the Pioneers, they gave him everything that he that he could handle, plus some, uh, on Saturday night. And listening to the Denver broadcast of it, uh, they were concerned uh, legitimately all the way to the very end until um, one Justin Lee, the captain of the Pioneers, uh, got one in off a deflection, I think, is what we finally determined, off of a, either a stick or a body of a Lindenwood player with like what two minutes, just over two minutes yeah, to play, about two and a half and, minutes to go. Yeah, and and gave them the the one goal cushion, and you know we've been talking about this, Paul. But um, we talked about Arizona State, we talked about Lindenwood, we talked about other other teams that maybe don't or haven't yet figured out how to have that killer instinct and how to put teams away, how to have that championship uh, pedigree. I guess is what a, a good word too or a good phrase, but. Um, the Denver Pioneers have championship pedigree. And when they yeah, needed a goal to win that it. game, they got it done because you don't think Rick Zombo would have liked to take in that game to overtime? Of course he would have. And much, much respect for Lindenwood, who could have rolled over and died in that game. Right? That they, will they, never they, happen, my friend. They, Not with know, Rick Zombo as a coach. That will never happen. You know, they Denver scores about midway through the first period and Lindenwood comes right back a minute later, right? Then Denver goes out and takes a 3-2 to two lead, including a power play goal, which once again is, is you know, with the talent difference, you got to stay out of the penalty box, and they chose not to. Um, you know, uh, it was a 5-on-3. Uh, uh, I mean, a 4-on. <laughs> Hold a on a minute. Three, a Hold on a minute three. here. I got to go back to your face there. Uh, you had a dramatic, dramatic pause after you said they chose not to. I don't think they chose to take oh. a penalty. I think a penalty was called on them because maybe they were attempting to stop something that 
uh, they felt could be a scoring uh, opportunity yeah, for the anyway. team. But I liked the way you said that. They chose not to. Anyway, uh, four on coach, three. And, coach, when and, you talk to the players with the uh, camera and the video rolling, uh, go ahead and say, why did you choose to take that penalty? Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, Just tell Paul Hornstein wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> why? It, <laughs> yeah, why? Um, it was a four on three, and you can't, I mean, there's no way. I mean, um, you know, Denver's just got too many players that that are much faster than most players on your team, and you just can't give them that kind of space. And that's just what, um, what about the what about the pass from Hobie Thompson to Jared Wright? Well, you know, Ho- Hobie uh, hit him on a on a nice break. Yeah, whatever. And Jared um, Wright was flying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Hobie Thompson. Um, remember that. Anyway, name. whatever. Anyway, you know, Lindenwood comes back to make it three to two. Um, you know, then back to the box and Tristan Braz makes it four to two. Um and then okay, Hold on a minute, Mr. Pronunciation. I believe it's Bros. Yeah, Tristan Braz. <laughs> um, um you know, and then, and Lindenwood comes out a locker room third period, bang, they get a goal early. Four to three, you know. Um, then they actually tie the game at four, about with about six and a half minutes to go in the yeah. game. And you're saying, You oh think Lord. everybody was nervous in that building? Magnus of Arena? They were. Oh, of yes, they, they were because they had no idea what was happening. This is the same team, folks, that got beat what nine nothing, nine one in an exhibition there last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, at that point, you could just like, Whoa. But once again, as we said, that's the um, you know that's you know you you're you're the champs for a reason, right? I mean, and championship pedigree is my phrase. Yeah, yeah. and you find uh, ways to win hockey right. games that maybe you don't deserve to win. Right, and well, I mean, they still were the better team, but you know, then they get a goal with two and a half minutes to go, and um. It was a bounce, but it is what it is. And, and did you Denver, think, Paul, when they got that lead, that they were going to relinquish it? Because I didn't. I, you know, the way the game was going, did I think they were going to really? Did I think they were going to relinquish that lead, or where Lindenwood was going to tie it up? No, but nope. I also didn't think it was going to be four-four either. Yeah, but there's a difference when there's two and a half minutes to go and you just got the lead back, um, well, and you're Linden a championship ch- team. Yeah, but you're not you're not going to let it happen. I know they had chances, but you're not gonna you're not gonna let that up. I mean, that's that's what teams that don't have championship pedigree do. They uh, they maybe succumb to a last minute, uh, last second, uh, last thirty seconds type of shot to oh. uh, to lose a, a game or to get a tie. When when they shouldn't have, so uh, no, I had no doubt in my mind that once Denver got the lead with two and a half minutes to go, they were not relinquishing it. Well, listen, I didn't expect him to, but that didn't mean I, you know, that I wasn't interested in seeing it happen. <laughs> Chaos, and there's two words that define Paul Hornstein, my friends: why and chaos. He loves them both. He has to know why. And he loves to see as much chaos as he can in I any do. particular situation. I do not, <laughs> and and not that it obviously that I want somebody to suffer because of the chaos, but I do like the chaos. <laughs> I knew that was coming out. I knew that was coming out. Okay, let's do this. Those are the two. That was actually the four teams in our coverage area that played this week, and the other three: Colorado College, uh, Air Force, and Arizona State were off. Uh, heading into the Christmas holiday coming up this weekend. Um, So we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about some guys that made the U.S. Junior Championship team. And we'll talk about guys that didn't make the championship team, which to me is even more interesting, but not surprising. Does that make sense? I'll tell you about it in a minute. We'll be right back. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment. 
constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. Alright, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Question, comment, let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, as it may be. We're a little early today for good reason. I am at Akershur Arena in uh, Coachella Valley slash Indio slash Palm Springs slash Thousand Palms, California. Um where it's a balmy 66 and sunny. I had to turn the air conditioning back on. Scott Strandy with you here uh, preparing for the grand opening of this beautiful building and a contest between the Coachella Valley Firebirds and the Tucson Road Runners. Uh, my co-host is always Paul Hornstein enjoying the Sunday afternoon. Uh, a lazy day probably out there in the estate. Probably has the servants mulling around serving him some land sharks probably got his feet up with some great summer skates by the way our summer skates will be here in early january i was told they are uh, swamped with uh, with work from black friday which is good news for our partners at summer skates but a little bad news for us anyway um so that's happening paul how are you i'm fine just uh U.S. is up four to two in this. <laughs> He's watching generation. hockey, folks. I am watching <laughs> hockey. What I do? I love End it. Two periods. Uh, Canada <laughs> tied the game at two two, and then the U.S. scored two quick ones uh, to take a, 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 a two goal lead again. So okay, so um, here, here I got a little assignment for and you. By the way, the, and by the, the way, just yeah. so, you know, U.S. usually does very well in this tournament. They, yeah, 
13 yeah. medals overall since 2006 when the tournament started. Yeah. And, uh, one, and two, it's 2022 three. now, right? Yeah. That's they a lot of medals. Eight gold medals. Yeah, that's so. a lot. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll get into that. But I've got an assignment for you and the voice, as I like to call him, since he's home from college for the uh, holidays. Really? What, 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 yeah, here's the assignment for you, too. Work on bringing the excitement to, to the reads like Connor McGahee does when he says, Kale McCarr scores! Can you do that? Can you guys work on that? Oh, um, goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, yeah, love not, Connor McGahee. What a job well, he yeah, does. Yeah, well, that's fine. I, I didn't realize that. that I'm teasing you guys. Oh. This is going to put you up against Connor. I wouldn't put any out against Connor. <laughs> I love that. I love that, though, from our friends at uh, at uh, College Hockey Inc. That That is one of the best promo ads that I've ever heard. Yeah, well, from the lacrosse goal to Kale McCarr scoring to Jake Gensel. Well, at least <laughs> they call it what it is. Yeah, it's a lacrosse goal. Yeah, <laughs> some people call it a Michigan. Yeah, I call it lacrosse, which has been around a lot longer than the state of Michigan. And when they call it, when they call it, when they call it the Michigan, you like to call it the BS. That's what I'll call it because that's not <laughs> what that's. I've seen uh, anyway. lacrosse, and and and, and I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and, and the by best... the way, I I don't know if you saw it, and, and I there there was some kid in a European tournament or some sort of European game that I don't know if it was a shootout or a penalty shot. It probably was a shootout. It was a shootout. I saw it. Oh my god! How do you even <laughs> think of? Oh, how do you even think to do a move like that? Holy smokes! It was incredible. It was incredible. Oh, my God. And by the way, and, and as, as long as we're on the subject, um, there was a another sporting event today that was a little bigger than this World Junior A championship. Um, can we not decide a game that way, please? The world's, <laughs> biggest, sport, the world's biggest sporting event, and you decided on on on, on a free throw You're shooting talking contest? You're soccer. I mean, come soccer, on, right? Jesus, yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. oh, can we play until somebody on a world scores? Stage the world <sighs> championship, folks. Change the rules. Just play sudden death. Play sudden death. That's all. Yeah. You, Paul it, would it, like it, to also see you maybe go three on three. <laughs> no, Man, that's nuts. <laughs> hey, no, they do it in ice silly. hockey. That's just yeah, three on three, but it's only two hundred feet <laughs> wide. Or 85 feet wide. It's a joke. It's a joke. But by the way, uh, so that's great news. Uh, the other great news is we're getting ready to ramp up the Pro Hockey West report again. We did some dabbling this summer, kind of tested the waters, if you will. I think January 5th, we're going to be ready to debut it um, with a, yeah. well, at least one new Toyota sponsor with Desert Toyota of Tucson. Uh, pleased to have them on board, uh, making the step up. So, We'll look forward to uh, to having them, and you'll hear their spots uh, throughout most of our broadcasts and on the uh, website, everywhere else. Um, so, yeah, we look forward to that. Ah, okay. Um, World Junior time again. I, I teased it coming in, Paul, so let me start with this, and then you you can go through that if you have that roster in front of you. I hope you do because I'm in my car in a parking lot. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, while you scurry to find it, <laughs> I do this uh, to no, Steven all the time. I do this to Steven all the time on Wednesday nights. And then he needs a minute to scurry and find it. Uh, but anyway, um, Denver Pioneers f- sent three players to uh, the preliminaries, if you will. Uh, the Colorado College Tigers sent two players to the preliminaries. Um, the Colorado College Tigers landed two people on the roster, the actual roster, Noah Laba and... Uh, one Caden the Sponge Embarico, uh, stop it. Who stop who it. we know is more than likely going to be the man to win the gold this year for <sighs> for Team USA. Just call him the Sponge, folks. No, you want, just go ahead and put hashtag the no. Sponge. No, that's what I'm going to use all no. tournament long. Hashtag the Sponge, folks. Put it out there. Let's get it rolling. Let's give Caden a little love. No. Anyway, no. No. so so two players, both very very deserving from Colorado College, make that roster. Three players that I thought were also very, very um, deserving 
of making the roster from Denver. Only two of them made it. And um, I told you, Paul, when we talked, we saw that preliminary roster a couple of weeks ago, I said, goodness, there are so many players here that are so good. How are they ever going to make the final cuts? And who's it going to be? Sean Barron's. Congratulations. You're on the roster. You're on the team. I knew you would be. Uh, you have that much talent. But Shai Booyam and Jack Devine did not make that final roster. And to me, that is a product of a couple of things. Jack Devine was passed over by every team six times, I believe, in the, uh, in the NHL draft. And uh, all of them are going to look back and go like, why did we not take this kid? Uh, he's going to be a good one. I really think what he needs is the opportunity to play in these events. Uh, I just don't think that he gets, um, I don't know. I don't know if he doesn't get a fair enough shake or if he just doesn't perform at his best in the tryouts, but um, he's a lot better player than, than you, than he gets credit for. So let's just put it that way. Shy Booyam, not sure. Not sure why Shy didn't get in. He He's been playing well for the pioneers, but he hasn't been, the standout for the pioneers. So, you know, I guess he might've been a numbers game with that defensive core, which we talked about being really good, but anyway, uh, well, Sean Barons will represent the pioneers. Noah Laba and Caden, the sponge and Barico will, uh, represent the Colorado college tigers. Hashtag the sponge is what you're trying to say. Just spit it out. No, it's Hashtag not, it's, it's, I'm the saying sponge. exactly the opposite. Um, yeah, as far as Shai Booyam is concerned, um, I, I don't think there's any question that was a numbers game. And when you look at the roster for this team with those defensemen, I mean, Luke Middlestat, Jack Pert, Ryan Ufko, Lane Hudson, Luke Hughes, um, you know, Ryan Chesley. Even Seamus Seamus Casey. I mean, are you kidding? I mean, that's... yeah, there's just there's just not enough room. That's just be honest yeah. with you. And and you're like drawing straws basically down for the last spot or two. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's listen. If we knew that some of those guys were not were were locks. You know, and just honestly, who, like I said, who are you going to, you know, you got to have some guys that are a little older. You got to have some guys that have played in this, in this tournament. Um, and, and like I said, uh, Luke Hughes is wearing a C and, and Sean Barron's is wearing an A. So that tells you right then and there, you know, what you were kind of up against as far as being a defenseman, you know? Um, so, I mean, that's really what that had to come down to. I mean, it's just silliness. What okay, are you going to do? I mean, I mean, let me break away for that just a minute. I got to make a, a couple of comments on observations here in the parking lot at Akashore Arena. Um, there's a way to park facing the sun or against the sun. And everybody that parked here since I got in here and I followed suit because everybody else was, Parks facing the sun. Why? Why not park the facing the arena away from the sun? Okay, that's my first observation. Second observation, there are cars coming into this VIP lot from Alberta, California, Arizona, uh, Ontario, Michigan. <laughs> it's like there's probably 20 cars in this lot, and there's so many different license plates. It's hilarious. And third observation is people are getting out of their cars with, as you would suspect, Coachella Valley jerseys, but Anaheim Ducks. I saw an Edmonton Oilers <laughs> hockey jerseys from all over. So I guess that's what happens when you're a, a brand new franchise in the middle of the desert. Well, I, you know, I don't think there's any question that you're going to see player or, you know, license plates from all over, right? It's that time of the year. It's snowbird time of the year. I don't know what the actual population of the area is. Um, I'm sure there's a core of people that live there all year round. Yeah, uh, there are. I, I don't know the actual number either, but yeah, you're you're 100. There's a lot of snowbirds, but I just thought it was uh, 
uh, just fun to watch, people watch, if you will, because this parking thing has got me stumped. Why you park facing the sun if you could park the opposite way? But everybody did it. Uh, you could go either direction, and you chose to park does towards it, the sun, so it, I did too. Whatever, but does it really matter at the end of the night? I mean, you're just parking. You're not driving. Yeah, you're not. Sun. Yeah, you're not doing a podcast in the sun. Huh, well, somebody broke trend. Somebody broke trend and came in and parked the other way. Uh, there anyway. you go. There's always got to be one. <laughs> right? Why? Because there just is. Sometimes the answer Chaos. is Chaos. <laughs> they both the go together. Is, listen, as long as they're not leaving shopping carts in the parking spots. <laughs> Why and chaos. I love it. Anyway. Okay, okay so, so that's the, the World Junior roster. Have I missed anybody in our coverage area that made it or did not make it that was on the preliminary list? I don't believe so. Um, there's some NCHG guys, uh, uh, Jack Peart. Right. I, well, I mentioned him. Um, you've got, uh, let's see, what do we got here? Um, some guys that you would expect, right? Um, Jackson Blake, you know, and, uh, where did his dad play hockey at, by the way? Same place his father did. Uh, the same place he does. Yeah. North Dakota. Where else did his dad play a little oh. hockey? He, he he might have scored a big penalty shot somewhere along the line in his NHL career. Islanders. Hey, did you um, sleep last night uh, with the Islanders beating Vegas? I did. Okay. Cause, no, I, uh, I stayed up for the whole game. Our guy Steve Marsh was, was wondering, Stephen Marsh, was yeah. wondering uh, how you handled that, that big victory on the road. Um, The same way, well, no, I can't say the same way as the night before. but um, hey, Yeah, what happened on the night before? Uh, well, when you play like crap, you get beat. I don't care who you're playing. Paul, and I got to tell you this. I tried really, really hard to get credentialed to get in. Had I known that Buffalo was playing last night at Mullet, I would have right. tried again. I just I was so overwhelmed with everything that you know going on. I, I did not realize that there were back-to-back games, and I wasn't able to get in, but I wanted so badly to go to uh, the the new annex because I didn't know if they were letting media in there, the locker right. rooms, yeah, but apparently know. that NHL mandate carries over to the annex too, whether it's fully ready or not, uh, that you have to be access to the players in the locker room after 10 minutes. So right. um, they did get in there, and uh, Stephen saw some Long Island uh, reporters um, in Vegas and, and asked them uh, about the access there, and they right. said it was quite a walk from the ice. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Long Island are saying it was quite a walk. Well, yes, yeah, but see, but no, no, no. See, don't don't do that. First of all, <laughs> okay, uh, Long Island is not the city. I know, I know. Okay, it's its own entity. All right, um, as Dick Clark once said on one of the ninety-five thousand game shows that he hosted. Okay, people that live in 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 the in 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 New York City, especially, um, you know, especially obviously Manhattan, will walk anywhere. People in L.A. <laughs> will get in their car walk to go nowhere. two blocks. Yeah, will yeah. walk nowhere. Um, so, but um, did I tell you I had to turn the uh, air conditioning back on because the sixty-six degree sun was just a little hot. Yeah, kiss my tuckus. Um, <laughs> no, there's this. Uh, there are some interesting, interesting, you know, we're going to see how these guys play. We're going to see, uh, you know, I've watched, and maybe it's not fair to, to saddle Reg Savage with the rest of his team, um, which has not played well uh, at, at Miami, but um, he's on this team. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you about Red Savage first and foremost with Team USA. Um, there's a word that gets thrown around in hockey a lot, but he exemplifies it, grit and glue. That, let's use those two words for Red Savage. They love him on Team USA because he bleeds red, white, and blue. Well, and he well. is the grit and the glue that holds everything together, has done it since he was there the very first time, I'm told. And I, I saw that at the NJEC, and there was no doubt in my mind that Red Savage was going to be on last year's team in August, and this year's team in January and December. Well, you know that 
I mean, you know, you, you can rest assured that Jimmy Snuggaroo and Logan Cooley are going to play on the same line. Uh, really? Who, who, <laughs> well, well the, the question, obviously, is who's going to Who they put with the them? Thir- yeah. Not Matthew Nyes because he's too old. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, it could be any number, any of these guys. Cutter Gauthier would be Well, my yeah, pick. I mean. I like Cutter. You know, I like that I mean, kid. You know, I'm sure that I'm sure that if they had a, uh, you know, a battle royal to figure out who's going to be the third player on that line, they'd all be in it. Um, <laughs> Why not? Who would want know? to play with those two? Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Charlie Strammel, who you've loved since you yeah, saw them at the kid. NJEC. Yeah, I love that kid too. Uh, he is, a, yeah. This you know, this is going to be a really good U.S. World Junior team. Let me start by saying that. Well, listen, all these players are really, really good. Um, but, you know, their defense is loaded. Um, and and we'll see. I mean, you know, Team Canada is going to have Shane Wright and Connor Bedard on it. Uh, and I am sure that Shane Wright's going to uh, play with a chip on his shoulder. Because he's probably not gotten the playing time he expected up in Seattle. Well, let me interject that because that's interesting that I'm in Akashore Arena parking lot right now. Shane Wright did play some games, I believe, eight or ten with the uh, Coachella Valley Firebirds coming off of an injury. That's why he did not get much time uh, with Seattle early. Uh, he did go back to Seattle just before going for the uh, World Junior Camp uh, for Team Canada. And um, he did score his first NHL goal. And from what I'm being told, there's a really good chance he's going to come back to Seattle and stay in Seattle when this is all over with. Well, you would expect that anyway. Except he's young, you know, and a lot of times they don't want to bring those young guys up. They don't want to start burning that contract if they don't have to. But um, Seattle, I think, really, really likes him, and I like the way he plays with Matty Berniers. Um, by the way, <laughs> I got to tell you something that I saw on the, on the internet the other day quickly because we're talking Seattle. But Will Borgen, uh, the Moorhead, Minnesota kid that plays defense for the Kraken, apparently lives with Matty Beneers. And uh, they went Christmas tree shopping in, in Seattle and they filmed them. Oh, it's hilarious. So if you get to the uh, Seattle Kraken social media site, you have to watch it. They, okay. they went out and got a Christmas tree. They cut it down themselves at a tree farm, uh, brought oh. it back to their house or apartment. I believe it's Will Borgen's house and, uh, and decorated it. Uh, it was hilarious uh, to see those two do it. But Will Borgen, they, Maddie Beneers living together. That's something in itself. They let them use... Uh, a chainsaw and all that other stuff. No, no, no. It was a handsaw. Oh, either way. I, <laughs> and Will I, Will Borgen watches Matty Beneers cut the tree down. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, no, yeah, whatever. Will says, "I can't do that. You do it, Matty. You're the rookie." <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Wow, that must have been. Uh, it's hilarious. You got to go there. Go to the Seattle Kraken uh, social media site. I'm sure it's on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Or Instagram on uh, the Kraken. What a great job. There. That, that that was great. That was great. Anyway, I had to throw that out there. Uh, where were we? What were we talking about? Um, I don't know. You getting rose petals thrown at your feet? What do I know? <laughs> yeah, it's almost time. It's two minutes. <laughs> hey, they brought an ambulance in now. I wonder if they're going to well, have to have the one lights on for me and, and maybe show me the way to the door. Probably. <laughs> I'm sure they're getting ready for the red carpet. <laughs> There will be a red carpet tonight, by the way. I will not be on it, but there will be one. But I will be there to snap some pictures of one Joey Decord. Okay. (laughs) And uh, you know what kid that's caught my eye with Coachella Valley real quick? Seth Lind, who saw some action with the uh, Kraken last year. I like that kid's game. He's got a knack for for putting the puck in the net. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's fun. He's fun to watch. Anyway. Uh, I, I digress. We got just a few minutes left to wrap things up, but um, so the World Juniors start officially with exhibitions tomorrow, I believe, right, Paul? Uh, yeah. The the, t- the tournament actually starts next Monday, and they'll play two or three exhibitions, I think, this two. week. Okay, nineteenth and twenty first. Am I correct? Correct. 
Uh, look at that. What a memory I got. Like a steel yeah, trap. Well. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we get into that off the podcast. <laughs> I just can't remember a password. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> even if I write it down, I can't remember. <laughs> Clearly not. So I'm, to- so I'm told. Even if I've used it before. So I'm told it's not the yeah, right well, password. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we will we will uh, get back to that. Um, Coachella Valley taking on uh, Tucson tonight, the home opener at Akasha Arena. I will put as many photos and uh, videos as I can up. Um, not from the game, just photos from the game. I do have a glass uh, cutout for at least one period. Um, Are so you allowed to video practice? Uh, I'm not sure. Pre-game skate? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I'm not taking okay. my chances. Don't even well, want to know. I mean, well, you can ask. Yeah, I'm not taking my chances. I want my credential. Okay. <laughs> by the way, we are loved by the AHL Pacific Division. Have I told you that? They absolutely Constantly. love us and want us. I get text messages from the media guys going like, hey, when's your next trip here? When are you going to be in Ontario? When are you come back to Colorado? When are you going to be in Tucson? Hey, when are you going to be in San Diego? <laughs> it all depends on where I the love chauffeur it. decides love it. to go. <laughs> absolutely love it. Uh, so we are growing. We are the quad pod of hockey podcast. We will be early all week. Paul Hornstein hasn't told me yet if he can do a three o'clock Pacific or 6 p.m. Eastern start tomorrow night. But we will definitely do that Probably. on Tuesday night. And Stephen Marsh and I will do it on Wednesday night. So there. How's that? <sighs> yeah, well, you know, got to get that beach time in. <laughs> beach time. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Did you say beach time? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's the plan. That's what we'll find out and see what's, uh, what's uh, next in line. Paul, you have any more closing comments tonight on College Hockey West Live? No. No, we're, you know, like I said, we're in the, we'll, we'll uh, figure out what to talk about the next two nights because we always do. Uh, I'm shooting for a guest. Okay. So we'll see what we can get. I'll find we'll out tonight, and uh, we will go from there. Yeah, well, you know, if, we, if we're going at 6 o'clock tomorrow, maybe, hopefully, you'll tell me by 5.45. So. <laughs> no, I'm telling you right now, we're going at 6 o'clock, and if you can't make it, we'll go at 7. No, no, I'm talking about <laughs> if we actually have a guest or not. Oh, yeah, that'll be a surprise. Yeah, it always is. <laughs> I'll let you know in the morning if we have any more surprises. How about yeah. that? Be nice. All right. Take it away. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the masks, College Hockey West Live on the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network is brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where you can get the latest phones free with eligible trade-ins. Go to AT&T.com slash wireless for more details. Desert Toyota of Tucson. No gimmicks, no games. Just a great car and a great experience. Find us at DesertToyota.com. Or at 7150 East 22nd Street. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Available at our two locations, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, as well as 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. By the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now at DruryHotels.com. Golf, play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Golf center or go to TopGolf.com. Liberty University, over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at Liberty.edu. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask, and all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Search and subscribe to ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review. Help people find the show. ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will say 66 and sunny still here at Akashur Arena. 
as we get ready for uh, for a game. The red carpet starting here in just a few minutes, so I got to get over there. Uh, I got to make sure I don't miss any of that. Um, we will have coverage for you of the World Juniors over this break time for for college hockey. Um, they'll be off. Uh, Nobody plays this weekend, obviously, and then they'll be back next weekend. Uh, some teams will play. I know ASU is hosting Boston College, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then it'll be the Desert Classic the week after, and then everything cranks up again and gets rocking and rolling in January as they make the stretch run to find out who's going to make that trip to the NCAA National Tournament and ultimately Tampa, Florida. Yeah, well, I, I assume... We're not going next Sunday to Tampa. No Christmas night. Oh, <laughs> no, or we will we not be going next. Sunday. We're going to have the night off on Christmas night. So okay. uh, we will be back on Monday. Um, I will also tell you that uh, uh, I, w- I want to test you real quick. Cause you know, all the time zones, Halifax and Moncton. What time zone, Paul? I believe those are the Atlantic time zone. It's ah. actually, um, I don't know if it's that weird half hour earlier than Eastern time or an hour. That'll be your assignment. That'll be your assignment between now and tomorrow night. Figure out how much earlier than you is Moncton slash Halifax. Nova Scotia, correct? Yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. Uh, Yes. Half hour or an hour. Oh, goodness. That That means either three and a half or four hours earlier than me in California. Uh, yeah, well, probably. <laughs> not, no, not probably. I'm in Pacific time zone. That's eh. what it is. Probably. Anyway, uh, we'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro, and we'll ask you to join us tomorrow night for Analytics and Eyeballs. Paul Hornstein has not made a commitment yet, either 3 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Pacific. Uh, either way, it will be on the uh, app uh, later on at 7.30, and, of course, you can get it on your download anywhere that you download or listen to podcasts. Just we'll say good night. Good night. What? I was going to say, just assume it'll be six o'clock, but you know, <laughs> unless you get stuck in traffic, and then it'll just be a bunch of words yeah. that we have to yeah. blur and blurb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Bleep. By the way, New Brunswick is an Bleep. hour ahead of Bleep New York. It's an hour. Okay. So what does that mean? It's an hour. Ahead I didn't of ask New about York. New Brunswick. I asked about Nova Scotia. Isn't that Nova Scotia? Could be. Halifax and Moncton? Where are they at? I don't know. We'll find out for you tomorrow, folks. Have a good night. Good night.